0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cotterey with Nissan on News Talk. Yep, that means it's that time of the week again. It is TV Chef and Mindful Eating Coach Ashling Larkin who has arrived with gorgeous-looking pla- plates of food all of which uh, have a common theme.
1: One common theme, beetroot. Now, I know beetroot is sometimes not the most popular, but These are absolutely delicious recipes. So I think we'll talk about the elephant in the room a little bit later on as to why we don't like beetroot, because a lot of people don't. Um, But in terms of nutrition, it is an absolute powerhouse. Really, really nutritious. It's got a lot of bang for its buck in terms of lots of really good nutrients in there. Very low in calories, high in fibre, little bit of carbs in there. So it's, it's really good. And it's seasonal and it's plentiful and it's cheap and... I am forever banging on about the fact that we should be eating more plants. And like, it's that flexitarian way. It's not about giving up meat, but it's about just including more plants in our diet.
0: So what then is the reason that people tend to be slightly wary of it? Is it that it is the kind of earthiness of the flavour? Is it the fact that it dyes everything it comes in contact
1: with? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of different things. It's a lot of those reasons. For a lot of people, it is the flavour. It's that earthiness. So that earthiness is called by something called geosnum. Funny word, Um, it's associated with wine as well. It's associated with a forest floor after a rain shower. So it's the earthiness. It's that earthiness that we kind of go, and we got used to maybe in the 80s and the 90s, seeing it only pickled in vinegar in a jar in the door of the fridge. And like that's enough to put everybody off.
0: And the jar is always open and always has been oh, for at least six oh. months.
1: And it's always bitter cold out of the fridge. It's just I mean, there's better ways to do beetroot. Um so when it comes to this GeosNim, it's a matter of I suppose trying to reduce the impact or the high flavour impact of that molecule within the beetroot itself. Oh, do
0: you not want it? it? It's not like truffles or one of those where you want that kind of funkiness to it. It's what
1: puts people off because it's that earthiness. So it's, if we can kind of tone it down A little bit, we'll never get rid of it, nor should we, because it's the distinctive flavour of the beet. But what's really, really nice is to be able to just maybe hone it back, pare it back just a little bit. So there's a couple of things. If you have raw beetroot, so beetroot is one of those vegetables that we can eat from root to leaf. So that the flesh, that cylinder, beautiful bright red flesh can be eaten, the stalks can be eaten and the leaves can be eaten. So where we would have, um, we can kind of, you know, saute off a little bit of kale. We can do the same with beetroot leaves. Really, really nice. And the stalks are lovely as well. Chop them all up really finely. Salt a little bit of salt, a little bit of butter, a little bit of oil and it's beautiful.
0: Do you have to grow your own to get them? Do they sell stalks and leaves? Is it a bit like garlic scapes where you have to, not, not scapes, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, the yeah, shoots yeah, of garlic? Right. Sca- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people keep recommending pesto out of them. But yes. say, well, I, unless I have a garden full of garlic, where do I get them?
1: I know, yeah. No, look, for the leaves, yes, you would have to kind of farmer's market, country store kind of veg shop. Other than that, the handiest way to buy them first is vac-packed in the supermarket. So, and when they come vac-packed, they come cooked, which is really, really handy. But in terms of lessening that earthy flavour, there's two things there. The first one is peel them. So if you are roasting them at home yourself, or so when they come peeled, the earthiness has been reduced because a lot of that molecule is actually in the skin. So once we peel them, we take some of that down. Um, In terms of boiling, roasting, if we roast them, there's something called Maillard's reaction. And this produces this kind of delicious, almost... Mm, caramelly kind of roast note to them and again that kind of balances out a little bit of that molecule that gives it the earthiness another great tip is acid pair them with acid and so often we see beetroot and balsamic vinegar works beautifully together and that balsamic the acid takes it down and then the other way to do it is just to pair it really clever with other ingredients that work beetroot and chocolate work beautifully together Do they? Yeah if you want to make a chocolate cake you can totally sneak in two beetroots into a chocolate cake no one will ever know yeah, it's great. And of course, classically
0: citrus, grapefruits and oranges go well with beetroot.
1: Orange, yeah, beautiful orange oregano dressing over the top. Really, really nice. Honey, really, really nice. Yogurt, garlic, onions, smoked salmon, smoked mackerel. That smoky flavour with the earthy flavour, pears really, really nicely. Um, and again, cheese, something like creaminess, like goat's cheese, feta, blue cheese. So, when you cleverly pair it with something that balances out, so it's this combination of heat, salt, fat, and acid. If you can kind of always remember that in the back of your head when you're cooking, that brings balance to everything you cook. So, then we're toning down the earthiness, balance it up with a little bit of acid or a little bit of creamy, a little bit of salty, and it works really, really well.
0: You mentioned that when you buy it in the supermarket, you're likely to end up getting it pre cooked and vac packed. If you get it as an entire root and want to cook it, you mentioned roasting. Is roasting, steaming, boiling, sauteing? What do you recommend?
1: Roasting will always get in the most flavour.
0: So, of the things then that you have, uh, between us here on the table three of them look like not that you would uh, expect because that sounds of which is not meant to be but you would think there's probably beetroot in them because one of them is pink and the other has visible beetroot the fourth one is a little surprising what's the story with the burger?
1: that is the ultimate veggie burger have you had a veggie burger before? do you like veggie burger? what's your previous experience? because like, this is important now in the context of this
0: I've eaten a veggie burger and it, I can't tell you where because I think my total reaction was uh, meh.
1: yeah, yeah meh, I mean,
0: you'd eat it but meh.
1: And they are quite meh. I, um, I have been working on a veggie burger recipe like genuinely for about three years and I dip back in and I go out of it and I went back to it a couple of months ago. Um... I'm excited. I'm excited for you to taste this. Oh, today. you think
0: this is getting close to the zenith of, oh, yeah. of your own personal yeah, veggie yeah. burger I'll perfection? I'll okay. Tell you
1: how far I went. I went to London recently to eat a veggie burger to find out because it was supposedly hailed as the best one I could find, and I ate it, and I think mine is coming pretty close. So I'm... now I've talked it up, Anton. So I've absolutely done myself a disservice before you ever. Well, I have start. to say, given
0: the way that you've dressed it, <laughs> there's what are the crunchy little fried bits? Are they onions? So
1: we have a smoked onion mayonnaise. Let, let's get you eating it. Actually, okay, so we've got a smoked onion. So we've got. Oh, a I don't get bun. to use a
0: knife and fork. This thing is. Is about four inches tall. How am I going? Okay, so you'll have to talk among yourself <laughs> yes. while I do this. Bit. So we've right. got a
1: brioche bun, toasted. You always want to toast it to bring out those kind of caramel notes. I've got a smoked onion mayonnaise because burgers are technically always charred, and sometimes with a veggie burger you miss that char, that flavour. Um, so I've got a smoked onion mayonnaise in there. I have lettuce. I've got lettuce, tomato. I have avocado. I've got crispy onions. I've got a plant-based cheese. So I've kept this really plant-based. That's a plant-based cheese. Yeah, plant-based cheese, and it melts really nicely, doesn't it? I wouldn't have guessed. No. And crispy onions for a little bit of crispy.
0: Now, what's in the burger?
1: Secrets. Can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay me good money for that, Anton. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. So there's beetroot.
0: Oh, that's what I was going to ask. I there assume you beetroot is making a look at here We've got beetroot.
1: Somewhere. We have beans. Um, there's mushrooms roast onions roast peppers and then I've got lots of little seasonings now, none of these seasons by the way are like commercial based seasons they're all things you would have in your store cupboard pantry at home but as, what do you think?
0: That is a good burger Isn't it? That's definitely a and good burger
1: It's texturally like it's 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 a little bit softer obviously than meat but you have that kind of redness from the colour from the beetroot which kind of gives you the illusion of that brownie red kind of meat but it's got that umami. It's got the savouriness that you crave from a burger. And the thing is, when you dress a burger up with all those other components, like it's kind of difficult to determine as well.
0: Well, it has to be said one of the stars of the show on that burger is that mayo. Isn't it beautiful? It's very good.
1: Boolean Blaster. They're an Irish company. Um, absolutely cracking. Yeah, smoked onion mayonnaise. It's really, really lovely. I use it a lot. It's a lovely one.
0: And it's got a ton of bite to it. Yeah, Mm.
1: yeah. so you've got Mm. the texture in there and it kind of balances out the softness of the burger.
0: Well, given that this is in in your secret forensic laboratory, we're not allowed to know how (laughs) we we make it. Are we allowed to know the ingredients and and the recipes for that? Okay, tell us the other ones then.
1: Absolutely, So I'm going to move you on to my next one, which is hummus. But this is a sweet potato hummus. So we have... Sweet potato, roast the sweet potato in the oven and then you put those in with your chickpeas, with your tahini, with your lemon, with your garlic and then I took my vac-packed beets and just put them on a tray while the sweet potato was roasting. Um, There's a beautiful burn balsamic, um, it's apple and thyme um, balsamic vinegar. Sprinkle that over with a little bit of sea salt then sit the beets on top and you've got this lovely little chilli oil on top and you've got a little bit of sesame seeds and then I've some lovely kind of bread to go with it. Gotta say it's good. Thank you.
0: That is good. In fact, and I I know I'm now setting myself down the river, you would just eat the hummus on its own. But the bite of the beet, the fact that the beet has that almost meaty kind of portobello mushroom chew to it, yeah, it gives it nice. a little
1: bit of texture, mm. and you do need that when you are when you are having hummus. And what's really nice is when we talked about that earthiness, that hummus brings the sweetness from the sweet potato, it brings the creaminess from the tahini, from the texture. So you're you're balancing out the earthy. You've got the acid from the balsamic. So that's where these recipes kind of become clever in that they're they're really well balanced in terms of what you're eating.
0: And is all the cheese, is all the heat from the chili oil?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's only a little bit actually on there. Quite some chili oil you <laughs> got going. Half, I like it? it? Oh, yeah, it's Now, this legs. is a lovely, easy one. Um, now, bearing in mind that puff pastry doesn't transport itself quite as well as I would like, but I have... I
0: would have faked it for the purpose of the radio. <laughs> this is gorgeous and puffy and crunchy.
1: <laughs> it's a little bit, it's a tad drier than I would like to be serving anybody, but I'm going to get over that. Um, I filmed a little reel of this one. It'll be up on my Instagram. It's so
0: easy. Handmade puff pastry, you made all this, you, you laird... I
1: I'll make the hummus from scratch like no problem but puff pastry I'm like no just buy the puff pastry puff pastry cut yourself in a
0: little By the way that's a good principle of life life is too short for puff pastry ah, yes. the stuff you get in the shops is just as good just well maybe
1: no puff, not quite the I mean if you're going Michelin it's star, not worth the effort, it. though. it's yeah.
0: just not worth the effort for the difference
1: no not when you want like I love this for a quick Sunday lunch I think mm. it's really really lovely so it is your puff pastry rolled out cut yourself a little indent about 3 centimeters in from the edge um, Santola creamy goat's cheese Irish any Irish goat's cheese really nice spread that over the bottom really thinly almost carpaccio like slice your beetroot really thin layer that on top paint it with a tiny little bit of honey thyme and then along the edge of your puff pastry I've brushed it with egg wash and sprinkled pistachio nuts on top and just roasted in the oven and a little bit of balsamic when it comes out and it's really easy
0: people will think because you know when people order things like beetroot and and, um, goat's cheese it's always like ordering methadone it's like you really wanted like the (laughs) steak but you're a vegetarian so you're stuck this and I know this is the most half-hearted comment from the world you genuinely just order that yeah, it's just you would just order that, but like, that is just you would be. You wouldn't go away thinking, "God, I wish I'd gone for the rasher." That's
1: no, it's really nice. Mm, little glass of chilled white wine with that. A lot of pressure it's on
0: really this really final nice. dish now. You're win- you've won me over uh, with the. You hummus- know, I
1: probably should have actually pushed that one into the middle <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> the colour is very high. cool.
0: For those of you yeah. listening in black and white, this is it. Is it looks a bit like a a pink risotto? It's like a bed of pink, almost risotto. With then flaked smoked fish on top is very pretty.
1: Thank you. You know, that's what I, it's really funny. You say the risotto. That was the other dish I was going to cook for you today, was risotto. Beetroot risotto is another beautiful way of using up and again, crumble a lovely cheese on top, and it's really nice.
0: Have you ever made strawberry risotto? No, there is a there is an Italian tradition. I don't know where it is of strawberry risotto and I've tried to emulate it. They do it with strawberries instead of um, you use a gentle stock strawberries, and then you finish it with balsamic vinegar. I've never been able to get it right, but every time I've seen it, I go, that looks like it should be delicious.
1: Oh wow! Anyway, strawberry I'm balsamic distra- ice cream. But as, uh, so is it served as a dessert?
0: No, they treat, it a, they treat the strawberry as if it's a vegetable. So they treat it yes, like, like in a salad it is. like a salad. Exactly. Okay. It, it, I'm told it's delicious. I've never been able to get it to come out.
1: Wow. Right.
0: But, I was just wondering, but it looks a bit like this. Oh so my God. this is beetroot in the... So it's a beetroot yoghurt dip. Uh-huh.
1: So again, we're kind of going along the roads of the hummus, but I just paired it with something which is a hot smoked salmon. It's such a handy one to have in the fridge. You're, it's good for us. It's convenient. And it pairs, the smokiness pairs with the beetroot. So basically, Basically, Greek yogurt, um, again, your vac packed beetroot, cumin, sea salt, olive oil, just blitz it up. Now, the cumin and the garlic in there are essential to get that savouriness. Well, I tell you what I tried to do yesterday. I have three small little ones. Um, So I put the yogurt in a bowl with granola and I tried to pass it off as raspberry yoghurt just to see what they noticed. I was thinking, it is a pink colour. But they caught me out wholeheartedly. like, mom, that's not yoghurt. We know that's not. But it's a yoghurt dip a little Exclusive. bit of rocket on top. Isn't it? Excellent. It's creamy and it's mm. creaminess with the smokiness with a little bit of rocket sitting on top, a little bit of bread.
0: It's, but it it's functions a, like yoghurt does in, in an Indian dish. It, yeah. It's all sour creamy bite rather than being unctuous and dessert like.
1: That's it. And that cumin, that garlic, the little bit of olive oil kind of make it be the Savory with the smoked salmon. Yeah, salmon
0: is excellent too.
1: Salmon's beautiful, and that's just a supermarket hot smoked salmon. Like it's a, yeah, it's a really easy one. But it's I would always have it in my fridge. It's a win. So again, it's I think when we think about beetroot, we just need to step away from the earthiness. Don't let that bother us. Understand and appreciate how good it is for us, but also then. Little by little. You know, it's not that we're telling anybody like chop up a cup full of beetroot and eat it with your dinner every day. It's just about clever pairings and kind of gradually working it in. Any
0: downside to eating too much of it? Is it one of those things where you yeah. can gradually turn yourself pink?
1: Oxalates. There's oxalates in it. So again, all of this is very um, inspirational foodie content so again for people just if you needed to check with your GP or anything before you go consuming high levels um, it's linked to kind of blood pressure um, so the other thing actually that it's linked to is performance so they're looking into studies at the moment for people who do high intensity um, exercise things like you're cycling you're running um, it's basically to do with the mitochondria of your cells so the mitochondria of cells are like the battery of your cell and they're what generate the energy within your cells um, and this is a really good way of getting oxygen to the muscles when You need it. So beetroot again is linked to that.
0: Ashley, thank you so much, and thank you very much because it's a huge amount of trouble to go to 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 make all of those separate dishes, and it's much appreciated. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.